Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman, rummaging in the Bugle archives once again. In spring 2011, we'd been on a little break here on the Bugle, putting our feet up for a few weeks, but that meant there was no shortage of bonkers behaviour to catch up on for issue 148 of the podcast entitled, appropriately, Mayhem Update. Here I am with John Oliver. Top Story this week, Mayhem Update! And uh, well, it's been three weeks since we last did a proper bugle, and what a three weeks it's been. Uh, it's very much been like a Ukrainian sausage, absolutely stuffed full of unpleasantness. <laughs> and if, if, uh, if we ever break. Take for that, three the Kielbasa industry. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever break for three weeks again, Andy, and similar world events take place, I think we need to seriously consider never taking another bugle <laughs> off. I just could not have it on my conscience. Now, some people choose to spend non-bugle weeks by getting on with their lives, but I know that some other people prefer to hibernate rather than engage with the world, uh, pack themselves into a box stuffed with straw, poke out a couple of air holes, get cosy with a water dish and some carrots to keep them going, only coming out when the next true bugle is ready. And to them I say this... Welcome back! Welcome back! The world is absolutely fine now! Everything's okay again! Just kidding! I'd get back in the box if I was you and give the world another few weeks to sort its shit out. Because when we left, Colonel Gaddafi was clinging onto power like a donkey clinging onto a Spanish clock tower. Well, now, now he's still clinging onto power, but this time his grip resembles a donkey grabbing the Spaniard that tried to throw him off by the throat. What I'm saying is, Gaddafi is like the Japanese nuclear waste. He's still around, he's potentially more dangerous than ever, and you really don't want to be anywhere near him right now. <laughs> well, I've been doing my best to ignore Libya as well, while we've have our, whilst we've had our couple of weeks off. And, to be honest, John, when I was in India, it was pretty easy to ignore him, because <laughs> in the build-up to an aftermath of the semi-final between India and Pakistan that we just talked about, as far as... I and everyone else in the region was concerned. There were no other things happening in the entire universe. <laughs> it was, without question, the most important thing ever to happen on this planet. Without It made the Industrial Revolution look like a mother's meeting by a duck pond. And it made the First World War seem like a European amateur boxing championship's middleweight quarterfinal. So, um, for any American listeners struggling to understand the magnitude of this game, imagine America versus Canada at pancake making, and then multiply it. By quite a, quite a lot, by, by quite a lot. <laughs> so it's sort of hard to think too hard uh, about Gaddafi and his latest bouts of f***ery or uh, NATO's <laughs> bomb a bit and hope for the best campaign, which followed on, of course, from its frown a lot and hope for the best campaign, which had limited success. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, as we said on the last Bugle, it has been a very good time to be immersed in a yes. fun but essentially meaningless cricket tournament. Libya is still in a state of real chaos. Gaddafi has lost 
support of most of the country. The problem seems to be that the rebels have absolutely no organisational skills whatsoever. Reports have emerged over the last couple of weeks of rebels even mistakenly firing RPG missiles the wrong way, aiming at Gaddafi loyalists and instead firing backwards towards <laughs> civilian areas. Also, NATO yesterday mistakenly bombed rebels themselves, mistaking them for Gaddafi forces with tanks, apparently killing 13 people. It is a slapstick civil war, this, Andy, except instead of foam cannons and banana skins, it's lots and lots of blood. It's like an early Woody Allen film, except instead of being funny, it's just depressing and harrowing. So, in some ways, it's like a late Woody Allen film. <laughs> it's, it's hard... Zing! Take that! It's hard... It's hard to think of nice things to say about Gaddafi. Did, 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 he, could... did, he not, uh, did he not like the love guru? Is that what that's about? Is that a score-settling thing? <laughs> he, didn't, well, he didn't understand it. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say he didn't get it. <laughs> I don't know if he liked it or not. I, I sure know he didn't understand it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you could say about Gaddafi, if you're trying to think of something nice to say, he's uh, outspoken. He has uh, flamboyant taste in hats, yep. and he has undeniable staying power, because other dictators had packed up and gone by now, but not the G-Man. He is a lunatic limpet, Andy, a crazy carbuncle who has welded himself to Tripoli. None of the recent defections by hope profile uh, members of his inner circle seem to have bothered him at all. In fact, so far, his only offer to rebels was rumoured to be that he would step down from power, but would take the role of monarch instead. <laughs> while his son Safe took power, the ironically named Safe Gaddafi, <laughs> or not remotely Safe Gaddafi, to give him his full passport name. <laughs> well, as you said, the rebel campaign has been sort of rather ad hoc, kind of uh, last-minute hacking together of whatever was available, um, which I think was also a review I once had for one of my Edinburgh shows. But, um, <laughs> but there's been uh, some debate over whether we in the West should be arming the rebels, and w would that constitute interfering in a sovereign nation's... Right. Uh, civil disagreements, or, or whether that would just constitute balancing things out. I mean, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we have to give them the same $300 million worth of arms that we've been giving Gaddafi every year, backdated, say, <laughs> you know, five years, just to even things up a bit. But maybe at least some free pairs of stockings to try to turn into slings, or maybe some gardening three-pronged pitchforks that can be turned into two twang catapults, you know, just to even it up a little bit and make it, make it more of an even contest for the neutral. But every time... I watched the news from Libya, John. I cannot help thinking to myself, oh, f we f***ed up big time. And <laughs> our efforts to aid the rebels, which, as you said, have not gone f too smoothly over the last couple of days, have been sort of so ham-fisted that top Italian chefs have been hovering around NATO headquarters with some very sharp knives, hoping to serve thin slices of NATO hand in their restaurants. <laughs> and even if they had gone unimprovably smoothly, it would still represent the equivalent of buying a new mid-range jacket for a man who you had just released into a lion enclosure at feeding time covered in zebra ketchup. <laughs> One of the things most of the world and almost all of the Libyan people are certainly wondering at the moment is how long can Gaddafi keep this up? He's certainly burning through money. Early on in the rebellion, his government gave away 400 dinars, that's uh, £250, to every family, and promised to raise salaries by up to 150%. Some loyalists in Tripoli were given as much as 17,000 dinars, a new car and a weapon. Although they must have known that the first two gifts were very much contingent on the acceptance of the third <laughs> gift there. And uh, the foreign mercenaries fighting for Gaddafi, of which there are reportedly thousands, uh, were reportedly being paid as much as $10,000 to sign on with a daily wage of up to $1,000. And that is a lot to bankroll indefinitely. And sure, 
Gaddafi has probably plundered a decent amount of money over his four decades in power. And sure, Libya has gigantic gold reserves to delicately complement its massive oil reserves. But can Gaddafi really trust himself to spend that money on his own militia and not fritter it away on more crazy private Beyonce concerts? <laughs> He's his own worst enemy, Andy, as well as the people of Libya's worst enemy. Well, apparently, um, and this is an interesting development, that uh, Kelly Rowland has sided with the rebels. <laughs> and uh, her and Beyonce are going to have a sing-off to uh, ne next weekend try and help resolve the issue. One of the concerns uh, uh, the international community clearly and understandably has surrounding the rebels uh, themselves specifically is who the f*** are these people? <laughs> are they the standard fair death to America rebels? Or are they more like the Egyptian Facebook hipsters? Do they think that America is the great Satan or, you know, an acceptable Satan? <laughs> well, because the thing is, we knew who the Egyptian protesters were. There was the Google guy crying on TV. It was the Facebook revolution. The problem is that we only see Libyans now diving for cover as rockets narrowly miss them on TV. Are they on Tumblr? Are they on Twitter? Have they learnt nothing from the Arab Spring, Andy? You have to use social media. Get all your frustrations and dreams from the last four decades out and communicate them in 140 characters or less. <laughs> Also, America is very, very keen to point out that this is not a war. It is not a war. Sure, it might seem a little warish, a little war-esque at times, you know, what with the planes and the bangs and the explosions. <laughs> now, I can see how someone could make the mistake of thinking it was a little war-y. But <laughs> they would be wrong, Andy, because this is, in the words of Deputy National Security Advisor Ben Rhodes, a kinetic military action. <laughs> how... How can he say those words with a straight face? You have to believe that when Ben Rhodes got home that night and Mrs Rhodes asked him how his day at work was, he just looked straight at her and said, It was f***ing terrible. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. That was another Bugle Top story. Thank you for listening. More slices of satire gone by tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety god what a hot sell this is i mean you 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 must be so excited listen now <laughs>